Hello and welcome to this episode of Free Thinking Finance, sponsored by Free2. In each episode, chartered financial planners Nick Bamford and Shelley McCarthy from Informed Choice share their views on the options when it comes to managing finance for over 55s. Please note, this podcast provides general guidance and not financial advice. Before acting upon anything raised in this podcast, you should speak to a financial advisor if anything raised in this podcast means you need advice. Free Thinking Finance is sponsored by Free2, and all opinions expressed are those of Nick and Shelley. Now, here's what you need to know about managing your money when you reach 55 and over. Nick, Shelley, take it away. Do I need financial advice is a question that I guess a lot, a lot of people will be asking. Well, within the guide from Free2 that we've written, Guide to Managing Money for the Over 55s, you will find a questionnaire that will help you answer this important question. But Shelley and I are going to just talk a bit about our experiences of people and their circumstances where actually advice um, is a pretty important thing to have. So I think when you're taking advice, you know, having given thought to, to, to what you want to do, you know, those things are really important that the clearer you are with those goals and objectives. So how you see your life, what you're planning to do, when you want to retire, how early you want to retire, you know, those things are really important. So you need to have given a lot of thought to that before before taking advice, understand what you re- really want to achieve, what you want from your life. Um, and also gathering, doing a bit of homework and gathering some of that sort of important data. So on your pensions, your the things that we've spoken about. So understanding what you have already in terms of pensions, um, property, mortgages, loans, savings, investments, what your income is, what your expenditure is, and what that might also look like in retirement. You know, that's going to put you in a really good place before you need to worry about taking taking financial advice. I think there are people who frankly, probably don't need the kind of advice that you and I, Shelley, give to people, which is authorised and regulated advice based around financial planning. It may well be that their circumstances are pretty pretty straightforward. They've reached the point we call retirement, having successfully, for example, paid off their mortgage. They know that they've got a certain amount of income that will be coming in from private pension provision and from the state. And they've already done the sensible thing of working out their budgets, creating their emergency fund. And you can see that people in those kind of circumstances probably wouldn't get a great deal of extra value by engaging with a professional financial planner. And for people like that, there's probably lots and lots of information and guidance available, um, both from organisations such as uh, uh, the PensionWise organization that helps people understand their pension benefits a bit better and dare I say it from the internet as well for people with very basic and simple uh, needs and wants I suspect as I say that engaging with a with a professional financial planner may be going a bit too far but what about circumstances where it probably does require the input of a professional can you describe you know clients that you've worked with who uh, who have got real value from engaging with you I mean, we have all sorts of people and and typically a trigger point for needing advice is that approach to retirement. The the, the question is, is about are you able to answer those questions yourself? So are you able to say, yeah, I could definitely afford to retire or do you not understand, you know, that the level of pension income that can be provided? So it's often a trigger point, this, this, this approaching retirement and actually 
the sooner you take advice, the better, because if you take advice at 65 and you want to be able to retire and actually we're saying there's not enough, you know, you're li- you've got limited time to sort it out. But if you're looking at 50 and you want to retire at 65, that's 15 years. That's 15 years of where you've still got time to take action and look at and look at changing things. So often th- that can be a trigger. Repaying your mortgage can be a trigger because you now have this surplus income. Wanting to help family can be a trigger. So, you know, how how best to generate this income that I want to be able to give or this capital sum that I want to be able to give to my children. It's often a pivot, pivotal point in your life that triggers this, this need for advice, selling a business, wanting to retire, being made redundant. I had one client who had been made redundant. He wasn't really sure about whether he wanted to go back to work. He, you know, he was he was over it, <laughs> let's say. Um, and so he came to us for some advice about how to take his pension income and and whether that was going to be enough. You know, did he need to go back to work? Because as I say, he wasn't really feeling it. And we got on to discussing lifestyle goals. So we got on to talking how how do you see your life? And actually, we you know after a, a bit of discussion. He said that actually he would really like to go and live in in Italy and retire and, you know, yeah, retire, not work and and live in Italy and enjoy that sort of Mediterranean lifestyle, the coffee culture, the cafe culture rather than coffee culture, although they do love a coffee in Italy. And, And that's what he wanted to do. And actually what we did when we did a financial plan for him was help him understand that he could go and do that. And he didn't even need to take his pension income. He was able to rent his house out in England that actually covered the cost of his lifestyle in Italy. So he covered his rental, covered his cost of living. And so actually he didn't need to touch his pension income. He didn't need to go back to work. And he was able to do all the things that he wanted to do. And since then, he's met a girlfriend. He's learned Italian and yeah, has had great fun. I remember that client very well. And it's a classic example of how sometimes um, we don't, quite get that we've got enough resources to be able to achieve the lifestyle that we want at an earlier age than the conventional retirement age. And we see that quite often as financial planners, that people think they still have to continue working for the next two years, do the commute to work, work with a group of people they, they're no longer engaged with, deal with the office politics, come <laughs> home tired and dirty, all of the things that, you know, that, that sometimes happen to people. And yet they could actually stop now and have the life that they really wanted to have. There are lots of places where you can get authorised and regulated financial advice. As a firm of chartered financial planners um, who are independent, you will not be surprised to hear me say that we think independent, impartial advice is, um, is the best kind of advice. But there are lots and lots of different organisations out there offering different levels of advice, different types of advice and service. Um, what's the best way to identify the right advisory firm to go to? Well, I think that, that, like you just said, so you need to understand that they are able to give advice on the subject that you want. So you do need specialist exams to be able to give advice on um, pension transfers, on equity release, um, on long-term care. So, you know, they need to have specific qualifications to be able to do that. And as we said, you there are advisors that are restricted to only giving advice on one area or about certain providers. And there are also independent financial advisors who are able to give advice on the whole market. 
So it's understanding the difference between those. And I think when you're looking for an advisor, you know, you should you should meet with two or three to to see what they offer, what their charges are and who you feel comfortable with. I guess getting a recommendation from a friend or a colleague, um, a family member as to who they've used is not a bad starting point for that. But if you've uh, if you've got somebody who's prepared to make such a recommendation, then that ought to be uh, that ought to give you some confidence about the type of uh, the type of organisation that you're dealing with. And I think there's um, we've mentioned in here the other areas that you can get advice is regarding equity release. You can go to the Equity Release Council. With pension-wise, as we said, you can get free guidance from that for over 50s and you can get a, a 45-minute call that's free of charge um, and helps helps you understand the options available in respect of your pensions. I guess for a lot of people who've not used a financial advisor or a financial planner before, it could be a bit intimidating. You know, you're going to go into their office and um, you don't know what yeah. to expect necessarily. But I guess a good planner, a good advisor is going to put the focus on you and they're going to ask a lot of questions, as we've been doing in this uh, in this series of podcasts, about what your goals and objectives are, what your life story looks like, and what you want it to look like in the future. So it ought to be more about you than about your money to begin with. And it's only once they fully understand you as a person and as a family and as a, an individual who's got these aspirations that they should start asking detailed questions about your finances. Well, it's been real fun making these podcasts. And um, I guess it's important to finish on the note that is for those listeners, put some time and effort in ahead of retirement to answering the important questions that we've raised, not just in these podcasts, but in the Guide to Managing Money for the Over 50s, Over 55s, I should say, uh, published by Free2. Thinking ahead, planning ahead is likely to produce a much better outcome and simply wandering into retirement. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, you you have a think about what you really want to achieve and how you might be able to do that. Thanks, Shelley. Thanks, Nick. And thanks to you for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of Free Thinking Finance, sponsored by Free2. We hope you found the subjects covered useful and interesting. Free2 is a new free-thinking financial services brand that's dedicated to providing relevant products for over 55s. Visit us at free2.com to find out more. Please note that Free2 Limited trading as Free2 is an appointed representative of RS Consumer Finance Limited, which is authorized and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority. Free2 is a credit broker, not a lender, and will only offer loans from RSCF. An offer of credit is subject to status and affordability. For further information, please visit free2.com.